Okay, so here's the deal. So we're scrolling on our social media. We're stuck on our phones. We're going from one TikTok video to the next or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. It doesn't matter. And we got a voice in our head because we want to get to some other thing, right? And the voice in our head is like, come on, get moving. Why aren't you moving? What are you doing, you big lazy bones? Move! You said you were going to move! We're immobile. What's going on with that? Why can't we transition from one thing to the next. We're just, we're stuck. It's called the beanbag barrier. And yes, that is a very scientific ADHD term uh, that I just came up with. And it's it's very real. So let's come on inside. Let's go on into the thought podcast. We're going to fix your size this. Let's go. are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD symptoms. I'm your host, author of Descending to the Top, creator of the Nudge Program, your ADHD Big Brother, Rush Jones. Nice to meet you. Hey, guess what we're going to do in here? We're going to uh, we're gonna learn about some stuff. We're going to laugh about some stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Here is some stuff. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. I... First of all, you know what? I love the term fixer size because that's exactly what this is. It's like uh, we have a fix to do and it's going to take a little bit of work. So we got to kind of exercise the fix. And that's how the term fixer size comes to be. So let us put that in the ADHD Big Bro Dictionary. All right, guys, let's just get into the podcast here. Let's talk about the beanbag barrier. What in the hell is that? That's a great question. And I'm glad that you just asked that right now in your head. Do you ever sit in a beanbag? That's this meta, this is going to be a, a really crappy metaphor if you've never sat in one, but it's like, you know, it's a giant, glorious chair sized bag of beans. You sort of fall back into it and it consumes you and it, you sink in, it wraps around your body just perfectly. It's glorious. It's so comfortable. So getting into a beanbag, it's an exciting journey. Getting out of one though. At age 46, that's an ordeal. It's a lot of, you, you know, it's like a lot of grunting and groaning and you kind of have to, maybe you have to roll to the side or dig your fingers in to pull yourself up and out of it. It's a, it's a process. It's a painful process. Could be embarrassing to watch. And often you might need a friend to lend a hand to pull you up. Yeah, can you help me up and out of the beanbag? I don't know how I got into here. Guys, it's just way easier to stay in the beanbag. Transitions for us in the ADHD community, they can be painfully difficult. It's the process of getting out of this mental beanbag. So we have to break things down to the simplest components. Not everything, but when transitions are too much, when trying to get out of this mental beanbag is too painful, this will be helpful. We just have to break things down to those easiest manageable tasks something we can nudge ourselves to do. So let's look at this in the ADHD everyday environment, like day-to-day life from the real world perspective. Okay. We're on the couch. We're watching TV, playing a video game, doing something that doesn't require us to think. And we have a thing that we want to get to, but let's just say that that thing, it's just not compelling enough to motivate us. The world won't end if it doesn't happen. So it's easier to stay in the quote unquote beanbag. For me, that's going to be laundry, doing dishes, anything freaking housework related is just like, oh, I can't 
muster the energy. I can't figure out how to make that stuff work. So for me, that's that stuff. All right, so let's use that for the example. Can't get off the couch. Can't do a simple, simple chore. One of my mindless escapes is scrolling Facebook and getting lost in the videos, right? So I'll start by watching a Conan O'Brien video and then the next video and then the next video. The next thing I know, I'm watching Stevie Ray Vaughan play a concert in 1975 or I'm deep diving through all these Graham Norton interviews. And this is a, this is a true story. These are real, <laughs> these are real things that are happening. But now it's time to do the dishes, just the simple fricking dishes. Well, I'm a grown man. I can do them later. I can choose to just freaking do them later. And there's, that's a very easy choice. So I can't seem to get moving, but here's the rub. I said I was going to do them at three and it's three 30 right now. And in my head, I've been yelling at myself for 30 minutes, calling myself a loser, telling myself what a piece of garbage I am. Why am I not just getting up and moving and doing the dishes? So I'm stuck in this mental beanbag. Now it's not comfortable anymore. It's this cozy prison. And the concept of moving from my phone to the dishes has now actually become too big of a leap. And I know how ridiculous that is to say that out loud. Okay. So if you don't have ADHD, you got to pay attention. We know that this sounds like laziness. It's like, dude, just set the fucking phone down and walk to the kitchen and do the goddamn dishes. It's called responsibility and you just got to get it done. Well, we want to, okay? We, but we're so sunk in this mental beanbag. We're trapped inside our heads. But here's the way out. Here's how we leave the beanbag. We need a proper transition. And like I said, we have to get things down to their easiest component. Supremely easy. Facebook phone straight to dishes. That's not practical for us. There's a transition in there, point A to point B. But point A is the phone. Point E is actually the dishes. So we got to lock in, well, what's points B, C, and D, right? Those are our smallest manageable tasks. We go from point A to point B, which is setting down the phone. That's literally the easiest step. And you can practice that at home. Practice that right now if you're on your phone. Just set it down and then pick it up. You're going right back to Facebook or Spotify or whatever you're doing, however you're listening to this. Just set your phone down and then pick it up. You can do it and it's easy. It's ridiculously easy. So that's point A to point B. Set the phone down. Now point B is move the body. Point B to C is just move your body. So you can even try this. You know you're going to go right back to your phone and scroll or whatever you're going to do. So just set it down and get up. Do something, I don't know, jump, shake your hands, wiggle your face. I don't know. (laughs) Do something stupid. Do something ridiculous with your body. Just practice it. Set the phone down, wiggle your body. You'll notice something happens. You have like jostled yourself up and out and you have kind of like uh, ejected yourself from whatever paralysis that you were in because you've moved your body or you've done something weird. You've kind of just jogged your mind. By moving the body, you're walking away from the thing that's pulling you and you're walking towards the thing that you're doing, even if you aren't actually physically walking toward it. It's just a movement that shakes things up. Conceptually, we know that we're embarking on this journey to do the dishes, but the mental beanbag wants us to stay comfy, wants us to avoid the pain of the dishes. Point C to point D is how we defeat the pain. And it's a timer. 
and I preach timers like you wouldn't believe, but in order to squash the mental chatter that comes, you placate it. You don't say no to anything. When your brain goes crazy, well, you should do this. You should check your emails. You should uh, do this other thing. You should clean the room. You should call your friends. You should do, uh, your brain is going to give you a million things to do that it's going to present as more urgent than the dishes. So in order to not say no to any of that, you say not yet. You give yourself a timer and that timer creates this bubble of this window, this boundary of time. You're saying to your brain, hey, I I could do all of those other things, but for the next 20 minutes, I'm going to do this thing, this stupid, awful thing I said I was going to do. Without the timer, uh, our time blindness, it will make us feel like the dishes are going to be for the rest of our life. And I know that makes sense to you guys. Uh, the The idea that like, this is who I am now, <laughs> it sounds ridiculous to say out loud, but I get it. And I know you get it. It's like, this is who I am. I'm person that does dishes for the rest of my life. This is my prison now. It's with a timer, you know, you somehow create this end. You know that you get out in 20 minutes. You get out of jail. This mental, this whatever prison that you're going into, this task prison, you're getting out in 20 minutes. That's the beauty of the timer. And I got to say, so here's a side note on timers. If you're wondering, well, what's the point of starting the dishes if I'm not going to finish them? Well, here's the here's the beauty of this. Number one, you probably actually will. If you set the timer for 20 minutes, 20 minutes to do dishes, oh my God. Uh, you may not think it now, but do it. Test that out. Prove me wrong. Number two, if you don't finish the dishes, you will most likely have enough momentum to keep going after the timer is off because you'll be motivated. You're you're doing the thing. You'll have enough inertia. Or three, just set a timer for five minutes, take a break, and then set another timer to go back. And that's it, guys. I hope that helps you guys. I truly do see how much I've picked apart just like a little, what's honestly, what is it? It's a two-minute moment of time. But it is a moment of time. It's these little tiny moments that we we just need to tweak in order to get ourselves motivated, moving, um, getting past the aspect of our brains that uh, don't let us move. Know what I'm saying? And I doubt if a normie-type brain can truly understand how difficult it can be uh, for people of what our ilk. Do we call it an ilk? Our ilk to do these seemingly simple things. And my hope is that I can nudge you guys towards these simple fixes. And my biggest, biggest hope is that you are cool with yourself. As you trial and error, uh, what does and doesn't work for you. That's that's what this is. This game is of ADHD. It's figuring out little tweaks and hacks and things that you can do so that you can manage these symptoms that for however long have been bogging you down. All right, so let's quickly review just to get out of one task, transition to the next, try this. Number one, put the first thing down, that's it. Step two, move the body some way. Who cares where, who cares how, it's not important. All that matters is movement. Number three, set a timer. And number four, embark on the new task. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. My challenge for you this week is to see if you can be self-aware when you are struggling to transition. Be self-aware when you notice that you are in the beanbag and you have the beanbag barrier. And 
See if you can chop that and transition that up into bites and get yourself moving. As always, please consider giving the podcast the five stars, leaving a review on iTunes. That's how people find it, I'm told, allegedly. And if you got any questions, comments, concerns about anything, go to ADHDBigBrother.com. Contact me. I love hearing from you guys. I'm getting emails from you guys that are so meaningful, and I appreciate that. And I love hearing your stories. So, alrighty, that's it. Have yourselves a great week. Later.